You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Markle. With me, as always, the snap and crackle to my pop, Sean Keller. Hey, Joe. And Mike Pareto. Hello, love. Uh, hello. <laughs> Wait, what are the, was one of them British? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> this is A Little Nonsense. We've all been there. It's 5 p.m. already. It's date night. You still don't have anything planned. Dinner again? Heck no. <laughs> Trampoline park? <laughs> no. Fool me twice. <laughs> hey, wait. Why not both? <laughs> That's right. Jingo Hulahan Steakhouse Trampoline Park is exactly what you need to spruce up your date night. Imagine the fine dining elegance of your favorite restaurant. Now imagine bouncing, hopping, and flipping around in a cool trampoline park. All right, now put a table on top of the trampoline. <laughs> You're wearing a tuxedo. The lady's in her nicest dress. Covered from head to toe in spaghetti sauce from all that somersaulting through the air. Hot diggity dog. This was a fucking disaster of an idea. Look, a local warehouse had a big space available for cheap. It was already set up for trampolines, but the thing is, I'm a chef, so I made it a restaurant. It's it's awful, and we're losing money. My family's threatening to leave me. My whole family. Please, please come. Please eat. Jump. Please. <laughs> Jingo Hulahan Steakhouse Trampoline Park. Back to you, Joe. <laughs> eat, jump, please. That's a great. That's a great slogan. <laughs> It's so hot in my apartment. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Although it is actually exceptionally warm, or it was exceptionally warm today. It's 46 degrees outside. It's uh, 83 in here. Wow. Did you have your oven on? No. That would be Wha- a good reason. Why is it so hot then? Because I have no control over the thermostat. Yeah. God. So some idiot was like, God, it's just so cold, even though today's the warmest it's been in months. So I'm going to set my thermostat to 85 degrees. Uh, No, you're thinking that the thermostat gets set every day when it only gets adjusted when the landlords come by. Is it is it on a boiler system where they're just like, okay, it's running or it's not, and it's just cranking out one temperature? No, it's electric baseboard heat. So they were predicting colder weather. I'm sure it was colder the last time they adjusted it. And then they went yeah. out of town. <laughs> no, they just didn't come by. They they don't come around here unless they're collecting rent or showing an empty apartment. 
Man. It's been a very warm winter so far. Hell yeah. So they, they must have come like during the two-day period when it was normal temperatures Probably. last week. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm guessing my 75-year-old neighbor complained on one of those days, and that's when they did it. Yeah, those, uh, they've got a difficult time regulating body temperature. And staying alive. (laughs) Yeah, fuck the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) We're all thinking it. (laughs) I mean, right now I am just because of how goddamn hot it is in my apartment. Oh, man. It's a, it's a 63 degrees in my house right now. Got one of them uh, Nest thermostats. Install, uh, install one of those guys. That's actually kind of low. It is low. It's on the lower side. But if you wear, like, uh, you know, PJs. I got, I got some nice, nice fleece PJ pants on with some slippers. and Fleejays. Uh, Fleejays, yeah. Sean, Long- I'd like to take a moment to remark on how great your call quality is on your new internet you enjoying it i'm right next to the router (laughs) it's amazing Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty obvious i hear everything you're saying all the time that's that's gonna really be a game changer for me i feel i I think think this this episode's gonna be 70 percent better because of the quality of your internet (laughs) and if it's not you're fired you'll finally laugh at my jokes now that you can hear them well we'll see I won't get my hopes up, but... Uh, I will at least this time, just to encourage you to keep having good internet. <laughs> That's true. We might need to laugh just so he keeps it going and doesn't downgrade his package. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the office uh, right next to the router, and I was going to try and, and get a little sound booth room set up in the garage, but that raises an excellent point I hadn't considered, which was uh, being in the garage and, and being that far away from the router with... Uh, uh, cement walls and and uh, everything else in between. Why would you do it though? I mean, you sound fine. Like, well, you, it's true. You? Well, I, I do it because I was just talking about Jesus's penis pretty loud a second ago, and I have a nine-year-old daughter who's like two rooms over and a baby on the way. Well, the baby isn't going to care whose penis you shout about. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if you wanna if you wanna get the booth thing going, I think you're gonna have to like hardwire, you know, run a cable out there. Yeah, you're right. I, I probably will. I think I have like a hundred foot Ethernet cable. I remember buying one of those, and it That'll was like do really it. excessive. <laughs> it was like, why am I ever going to need this? It's usually excessive. It. Yeah. At one point, I bought a two hundred and fifty foot spindle of Ethernet cable. Oh my God, <laughs> that's um, excessive. Well, what was that for? Yeah, that was uh, to run Ethernet from the basement of my old house up to my bedroom upstairs. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. I'm guessing I, mean, you I didn't need I, I didn't need nearly that much. Of that. Yeah. 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 But I also I wanted it because at the time we were still doing land parties and stuff. So Oh sure. You know, we used to we used to just kinda uh, snip it and, and put the tips on. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded so bad, but crimp the tip. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I remember having to do shit like that for LAN parties, or if you're just going to play one-on-one, quickly making a crossover cable. Right, yeah. Got to do that oh, shit good back, times. Back, in the, back in the early uh, 2000s. In yeah. The year 2000. Late 90s. Late 90s. Late 90s yeah. was my prime crossover cable period. 
Yeah, crossover cables became kind of irrelevant in the early 2000s. Very quickly, yeah. yeah. Once, uh, once switches came down in price, it became pretty reasonable just to always have one if you were going to be playing with more than yourself. Yeah. yeah. Good old LAN parties. Sean, tell us about your LAN party experience. Tell us your best story about playing Civilization on marathon mode. I didn't have too many land parties. I I liked to party on the sea. On the sea. Yeah, on the sea. <laughs> yes. Not a land party, but a sea oh, party. Oh, I get it now. God. God, that was, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious I, <laughs> now that you've explained the joke. <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear me. Maybe my internet's going out again. Yeah, no, I think, no, I think no, I heard no, it. Sea <laughs> <C> party. <laughs> My head went to like C, like the letter C, because I'm thinking land, L-A-N, not like the like a word, you know. I yeah. st- I thought he meant ocean, and I still didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Why? Why is a pirate? I thought the pirate. I thought the pirate letter was R. Yeah, no, his favorite letter is the C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was way better. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't do too much land partying. I uh, I had girlfriends. So. Yeah, I had more than you did, so, f- <laughs> so fuck you, you son of and a bitch. that's a perfectly valid <laughs> argument against me. I was definitely only playing lands. <laughs> I also, I'm going to add real quick, I actually didn't have more girlfriends than Sean. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Mike. was actually kind of a ladies' man. Well, uh, well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't swing that far in the other direction. Oh, yeah, no, I, it, uh, that no, came it is, later. It is what it is. It is what when it, it is. became a huge hoe. Oh, good lord! Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> popping out all these kids. <laughs> well, I'm not popping them out. Yeah, one in every area code. I mean, I guess technically I'm popping them out first. We we need not get into that. No, I think everybody knows how it works. <laughs> And if you don't, you're probably not old enough to be listening to an explicit podcast. <laughs> That's true. Or you're very, very poorly educated. <laughs> Which is well, sad. Less educated than cavemen. <laughs> Who I think had a pretty good idea how it worked. Do you think they do you think they knew? Do you think that they knew that what cause led to that effect? Or do you think that they were just like Oh, that's crazy. There's another baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I think, think they, they eventually they figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, we we don't give uh, we don't give early humans nearly enough, enough credit. credit. <laughs> like with the pyramids, like oh god, he built a triangle. I mean, it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Frank Hump, Sally, we Sally have baby. giant stones, but how is the baby made? <laughs> Frank Frank no hump, Sally. Sally no baby. <laughs> But maybe Ted Hump Sally went Frank <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Sally have a little Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were a lot smarter than we give them credit for. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, by the, by the time we were mostly us, uh, we, we weren't really that different in terms of intellect. We didn't no. know anything, but that's just because we hadn't figured it out yet. We got way fancier right, right, right. sounding, though, right? I mean, we just sounded oh, fancy. I mean, language absolutely develops over time. Yeah. But that's also because we invented things that needed words for them. 
But didn't right. we, I, I find it strange. We got like really fancy, like around like the American Revolution, it seems like everyone, I guess it, it was a matter of class, but like there were a lot of people who, who wore pouted wigs and everything was fancy. And then well, everything kind of people, moved away from that. A lot that. of people in America, around the American Revolution, were British. So yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's something important to consider. They're actually all British. I just want to... Right. They, they, yeah, they, weren't, they weren't American yet, but I meant <laughs> yeah. colonists versus, you know... Yeah, no, it's actually, it's it's weird, and I like to think about it sometimes, imagining uh, early Americans having British accents, but they, I'm sure they did. They all did. Yeah, Personally, yeah. I think we should have kept the powdered wigs. I, yeah, that's why, why did we get less At fancy? Least for, you know, court. Mm. Because lawyers having to wear powdered wigs is just hilarious. Yeah, but it wouldn't be hilarious if everybody had to do it. Maybe. What if you already had a head of hair that looked just like a powdered wig? Do you still have to put on the powdered wig? No. No? Why not? No, I think I think a lot of people no actually know that you're not. wore their normal hair if they had uh, if they had white hair that they could fashion in the way of a. Who was the first guy who was like, I'd, ra- I'd rather not. <laughs> you've got to put you've got to put on the wig. Well, who was the Larry I, David? Like, I, I'm good. I, I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that. A lot of people wore powdered wigs to cover up like lesions and shit on their head, and like I mean, uh, you know, not just as a stylistic choice, but like uh, you know, for for practical reasons. For for a long time, needing to cover your head has sort of been the fashion for a number of reasons, not the least of which is you know if you have a fucked up head and medicine hasn't really been invented yet, hmm. not good medicine. I'm talking about bald people. Yeah, bald <laughs> no. people are disgusting. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, you know, powdered wigs went away and sort of gave way to hats. And for a long time... Yeah, yeah. If A long time, men had to... Especially men had to wear hats. If you were seen out in public without your hat, that was disgraceful. You... They, but hats they, have people utility. People thought you H- were having, like, an emergency if they saw you without a hat. But a hat blocks the sun, you know? It's like, that's how so I've does, always... So does the powdered wig, though. I never thought of it that way, though. Because I, I, a powdered wig you wear indoors. But yeah, according, but like... According to this, the powdered wig originated in, not surprisingly, in France. Uh, Louis 1983. Louis the, <laughs> Louis the 13th in the mid-17th century, so, you know, 1640, 50, uh, wore a powdered wig to cover up his premature balding. So <laughs> I knew it. So there you go. So then the uh, elite just started wearing them to copy the king. Yeah, seems that way. Hey, kudos What's on you? you for looking it up rather than, you know, us just wildly speculating for another 20 minutes. <laughs> what? What is that? What are you doing? Uh, what do you mean? It's my hair. <laughs> but a moment ago, you were bald. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I've always had this hair. Bring forth the guillotine. <laughs> a king can regrow his hair at any time. <laughs> that's that's more historically accurate. It is a power of a king granted by God. I have always had this luxurious ponytail. <laughs> I <laughs> am speaking French. It was tucked into my shirt. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> it has been here the entire time. <laughs> it is your eyes that need fixing. <laughs> and that's how it went down. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <The> original recording. <laughs> not a lot of good things. To, not a lot of good things to say about the Lou, the Louis. He is the bald one. 
<laughs> no, yeah, they were yeah. uh, they were they were mostly all shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a reason France had a revolution. There's a reason for most revolutions. France had one. Yeah, they sure yeah. did. Shortly after ours. <laughs> it's because we're a trendsetter. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. it kind of did seem that way, and I, I still look at it that way. Because <laughs> uh, it really was close. Wait, we can do that? It was a little harder for them because uh, their government was there in yes. France. Mm. <laughs> in the same, on the same body of land. And yeah. while they kind of helped us, we, we did not help them. We could not help them uh, in any measurable way. No, That's, no. Yeah. But we also didn't. Right, right. Yeah. And their revolution ended with uh, Napoleon. So that was good. Yeah. For another, what, 30 years, something like that. Yeah, it's great to trade a monarch for a dictator. That was the original title for It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. And you're listening to Western Civilization History Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) A little history by three guys who only slightly know what they're talking about. (laughs) One of them certainly does not. Yeah, fuck the French and the elderly. Oh, yeah. don't get me started on elderly French. Oh, dear what is God. our demographics? You can you can view that on uh, on iTunes or whatever, right? Do we have any old French people listening? Uh, I don't believe we've had anyone in France. Well, well fuck France. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> now your politician years are behind you. I will happily. I mean, I mean this episode is going to be available for a long time. We might eventually become big in France. <laughs> What's your policy, uh, international? Fuck France. <laughs> fuck At least for France. the time being, fuck France. Still waiting <laughs> on a check for the Marshall Plan, France. I bet you if, if Joe Biden came out right now and just said in an interview, fuck France, he'd be elected in a heartbeat. <laughs> for sure. The French absolutely hate Americans. They hate <laughs> Americans a lot. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I just checked. Oh, we have God. not had a single download in France. <laughs> of course. This is not surprising. No. <laughs> we are far too cool for your podcast. Also, also our podcast is in English. <laughs> and I'm going to adjust my very real white ponytail. <laughs> well, you think I do not speak English? I'm speaking English right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. I don't speak French. Uh, putain. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it is funny that Vladimir Putin's last name is uh, prostitute in French. That must make international news a lot more fun to watch for them. <laughs> they probably do laugh, yeah. I would. President prostitute. <laughs> they probably pronounce it that <laughs> way on purpose, too, because the pronunciation <laughs> should be putain. So they're like, oh, Vladimir putain <laughs> this morning. Get fucked in the ass. <laughs> Why would they? They, they, so very, they so very subtly change the pronunciation just to get a sly dig, and then they say, got fucked in the ass. <laughs> I love it. They're being so so careful. Uh, oh, I just hate them. I hate them so much. <laughs> Can the title of this episode be Fuck France? 
No. Oh, okay. Oh shit. You can't put uh you can't put uh, an explicit word uh, oh, in, a, in a title. All right. We'll call it Ferk Ferns. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's completely allowed. <laughs> Hergers, Ferk Ferns. I'm a good, Mark. <laughs> I can't believe you did that, Ferk Ferns. Jack, you believe him? there any oh, other God. memes you want to bring back from <laughs> the last decade? <laughs> I'm a- Oh my god, shoes. <laughs> These shoes suck. <laughs> oh, that was that was a decade even earlier, I think. Was it? That was like 2005 or something. Uh, yeah, it was, it was 2004 or 5, yeah. That's an old one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw like a cream-colored hawk the other day. <laughs> this thing was huge, and it like flew right over our house. Cream-colored hawk. So yeah, white. It was, it was. It was. I was gonna say, but it was an off-white. It was like an eggshell. <laughs> was it? Uh, are you sure it was I, a hawk? I'm not positive. I'm not a. I'm not a bird doctor. But it was. Uh, it was a cream-colored. <laughs> it was a large cream-colored bird. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of any any hawk that's. Uh... The, <laughs> I'm sorry. There is. I just googled large white hawk, and there is a bird called. The large white hawk. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was, but it just cracked me up that. Uh, yeah, what's the what's the range on that? That's isn't that a tropical bird? I don't know. What should we name this one? How about the large white hawk? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this, I'm going to lunch. I don't know if if any of you out there are bird scientists, uh, ornithologists. Feel free to. Yeah, or if they work on feet, whatever, whatever. If you, if you have, if you have a, or if you put braces in, sure. Yeah, whatever Joe said. Uh, just shoot us an email. You know, let us know what that was uh, that mail, I saw. Mailhole at littlenonsense.com. <laughs> if you are a bird doctor or work on feet or put in braces. <laughs> for tonight's segment, we're going to Mike. Mike, uh, what do you got for us tonight? Or today, depending on when people are listening. <laughs> yes, at this particular time of whatever day or time you're listening. <laughs> I would like to talk about a couple of TV shows that recently came out that uh, I think were... Well, recently, depending on when they're listening. I think, I, think, I think it's recent regardless, and we're itching to talk about them. Uh, so, Joe... Yeah. What is this segment brought to us by today, now, tonight, whatever? (laughs) The average American spends $440 a month on healthcare insurance premiums. Boy, howdy. Healthcare sure is expensive these days, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing Healthcare by Smith & Wesson. (laughs) The only healthcare plan without costly premiums. For a one-time fee of $830, Smith & Wesson will send you a 357 Magnum. (laughs) Simply point your weapon at any healthcare professional and receive immediate care at no additional charge. All providers are in-network. 
<laughs> Healthcare by Smith and Wesson. We're aiming towards a healthier world. <laughs> Additional charges may apply if you run out of ammunition. Oh God. Back to you, Mike. I'm surprised that there is no disclaimer whatsoever on that <laughs> ad. About what happens after you receive the <laughs> that care. Right, yeah. Well, after you point a firearm at a physician. There's yeah, a, I mean, you're going to get care, is what that sounded like. You yeah. will You will get care. That's true. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Isn't that like the uh, the Hippocratic Oath? They, they, have to, they have to treat you if you're holding a gun to them? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what that is? Yeah, I think uh, I think the physician Galen in the for, uh, fourth century said, uh, first, receive no harm." I think I think first, receive no harm is probably true. Yes, I think they would yeah. have to be alive in order to first do no harm. <laughs> sure. Right. So it's second, do no harm. Yeah, second. First, first be, receive. be alive. Yeah. So, Second do. Uh, so a couple of TV shows that we've been uh, eagerly anticipating uh, came out. Uh, I say recently, but uh, the... I mean, that was last year. <laughs> so It was last year. <laughs> so The Mandalorian debuted, I think, uh, like no, no, November 12th of 2019. And The Witcher came out uh, December 20th. I still, think, I, I still think it's probably a good idea to put a spoiler tag on it. Sure. Right. Um, so we're, spo- we're we're giving a spoiler alert for both. I'd like to start with The Mandalorian. All right. If you have not watched The Mandalorian do, 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 season do, do, one do, do, to the finale, do, 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 this is your spoiler do, 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 alert. Do, 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 do. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers from The Mandalorian, fast forward to time code. 35 minutes and 24 seconds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Spoilers begin in three, two, one. Din Djarin. <laughs> That's a good start. Dark Saber. Baby Yoda. Queel is dead. <laughs> so is IG-11. God damn it. <laughs> so sad about Ca- that. Cara Dune still can't act. Snape kills Dumbledore. She, her acting never gets better. <laughs> Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. So, what'd you guys think of the Mandalorian? I know we've we've had a, a few discussions about it, but uh, we we haven't really had a chance to talk in this way. So, overall, mm. I fucking love it. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, there were several episodes in the middle Ugh. that that did not add anything to the overarching plot. Exactly. Yeah. It did drag. You know, they yeah, they yeah. were essentially filler episodes. I was really worried. Four, five, <laughs> for yeah, a minute four five, there. or six uh, <laughs> really dragged. It seemed like they were going in a completely different direction. Like the first three episodes were very serialized. Yeah. Yes. And then four, and five, then and six were... episodic all of a sudden. And then it became serialized again <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Which I was I was yeah. grateful for that at the end there, uh, because I think those last two episodes might have been, might have been the strongest episodes. No, no, absolutely. Now that being said, on their own, the episodic episodes were very fun. Oh sure, I I don't and, disagree. And they were yeah. they were excellent uh, on their own merit, but it yes. was still annoying when you're like, what the fuck is going to happen to the child? You know, yeah. how I, is this going to resolve? 
I actually really liked that uh, that prison ship episode. I that was like one of my favorites. I know Sean, that was you, a like, great you hated that episode. If I'm not mistaken, it was terrible. It was really bad. I really liked that episode. <laughs> I liked it too. Thought it was a lot of fun. It, it was like an episode of Star Trek Voyager in in the Star Wars. It was like really campy and like. I, I did not care. So for it. we're saying then that the necessarily the production quality of a Star Trek show has to be lower than that of a Star Wars show. No, a Star Trek show from twenty years ago. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think we're really anywhere near in terms of effects and stuff. I don't think we're anywhere near as bad as as that. No, I'm obviously exaggerating. I I, I just I don't know. I the whole it, it seemed the whole like uh, the Twi'lek you know two characters and like. It just seemed very like '90s live action, you know, Voyager, Star Trek. It just seemed very campy and sort of weird, not a place. Yeah, uh, even I hated like Bill Burr showing Twi'leks up. Twi'leks in Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> just Wrong Twi'leks. Place. You know what everywhere. I mean? It it just it seemed weird. It seemed like all these characters were just like overacting, and I don't know. It, well, it was I think really, I think it, you it have not to... a strong episode, <laughs> in my opinion. I think Twi'leks kind of are just weird uh, to begin with, and but. I think that's speciesist. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, I mean, I think I, I do think that that you know is kind of hammy, but at the same time, I think Twi'leks are just very expressive. I didn't know you were a human supremacist. I enjoyed seeing some aliens that I haven't seen in years because for some yeah. fucking reason they won't they won't reuse aliens. In, in the new movies, like, no, we have to create new ones all the time. It's right. got to be new and interesting and exciting. And uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I was happy to see some familiar. To be fair, it, you know, if, if the universe is populated enough and there are only nine movies, there should be a new species in every single movie. I'm not, sure. I'm not saying there just shouldn't be. Probability. There shouldn't be at least a new species, but. I want to revisit some of the ones that we're used to because that's that's kind of one of the things that grounds you in the universe. Yeah, the Mandalorian should have used way more Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pass on the the Gungans. I, I could do without Gungans or Ewoks. What are you, some kind of a Gungan? <laughs> Bill Burr's doing his Boston stand-up routine. <laughs> Was I wasn't taken out of the episode at all by Bill Burr. I no, Bill Burr is sure. a wonderful actor. I yeah, actually sure really I liked him in Breaking Bad. I, I, yeah, I, I, I thought, thought he was, was a tremendous talent. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Uh, all Breaking right, well. Bad is so good, but that's a different uh, topic. It is. Yeah, I'm gonna, He's a capable actor. I'm going to write that was... down for another <laughs> for another show. But uh, I, I won't listen to that one. Look, I, I I did not like that episode. Let's talk about the that, good. That the episode good ones, was yeah. better than. Uh, the other two in the middle of the show to me, um, yeah, yeah, which was the let's teach the villagers to fight. That whole, that was easily the worst. That was my least um, favorite. Yeah, no, I I still like that episode. That is a classic yeah. trope that I enjoyed the fuck out of. I just wish yeah. that okay, I I would have liked it better if they had chosen an ATAT instead of an ATST. I'm sorry. I just mm-hmm. there's no question in my mind that the Mandalorian can take out a fucking ATST by himself, let alone with a whole community. Uh when you've got Ewoks tripping them with logs and shit. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, just but that's more of a commentary on how the Return of the Jedi is awful. The Return of the Jedi <laughs> is awful, but 
It but it set, set a precedent. It, did. it set a precedent where you've got little teddy bears killing ATSTs with logs. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, and all but, of a sudden I'm supposed to think, oh, the the Mandalorian it's too much for the Mandalorian. Well, but Mandalorians Mike, you, you, don't have the technology to make logs, Mike. Everyone knows <laughs> that. <laughs> but, but Mike, you did say the other day, uh, and, and I think you hit the nail on the head, which is uh, we love this show. Like yes, the show yes, yes, is yes. so good that we're allowed to be so nitpicky about it. Like that's why we're uh, yeah, picking yeah, apart yeah. the moments that we think are weak. Like it really is a really good I, show. you to and be fair, I. We would do that if we didn't like the show as well, though. I, I, yeah, but I think I would be I, I would be dismissive of it if I didn't like it. If if I because I like it so much, I like to I like to analyze analyze it. it. Just like we have done for years with the with the original trilogy, you know. Sure. I mean, we yeah, just and, we just make fun of the sh- we we absolutely go to town making fun of that those movies. Yeah, if we didn't that's care, fun. We would, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Sean so has made money making fun of those movies. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and I think it's it's a testament to how much I really like this show that I feel very comfortable just poking fun at it because. Yeah. Overall, I think it's really good, and I think the last two episodes really solidified my satisfaction with it. Um, I, I hear what you're. I hear what you're saying, Mike. Uh, you know, John Favreau and Dave Filoni—they've created something that we feel safe with. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about what's coming, and we can just relax and make fun of it like we do any other Star Wars that we love, or, or exactly. any other property. Exactly. I. I I got worried up until these last two episodes. I was worried when when the season sort of had that mid season lull. But I was never Favreau, worried. Well, that's good. But I was okay. <laughs> Favreau and Filoni though. They earned my trust to get to what you were just saying. They kind of like this first season cemented that. Okay, you know what? Whatever they want to do in season two, like even if they want to go into weird, crazy shit, you know, the dark saber. Like if, if whatever they want to do, I'm game for it because I feel like they're not going to run this into the ground you know yeah definitely it's it it does seem like they want to pick up some of the threads from the clone wars cartoon and uh which makes which sense I think is a good since move. right was, yeah. yeah and just go live action with it which is cool i mean what if ahsoka shows up she she could show up right yeah i think so i think it's i mean people would lose their fucking minds if there was a live action ahsoka <laughs> yeah probably yeah and that you're not, yeah. not going to get weird about, you know... A lot of people are looking forward to that. Species being strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Togruta are weird. <laughs> now, she has, a, she has a white lightsaber, is that right? Two of them now. Two of them. Yeah. Cool. That's very it's, uncommon. <laughs> uh, it, it is, and it, you know, it was established in canon that she purified two red lightsabers and made them white. That's pretty bitchin'. And that's what Americans did to the natives. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Sean. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, I, I do think we should uh, move on to The Witcher now. Manifest right. Destiny. <laughs> End spoilers for The Mandalorian. Hi, welcome back. If you're about to listen to, uh, what are we talking about now? Oh, The Witcher. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you're it. Gonna, you're going to have to bleep that, Sean. I, I will. I will. The, uh, the spoilers are now going to begin for The Witcher. So if you don't want The Witcher spoiled for you, uh, you're going to fast forward to time code. 52 minutes and 51 seconds. Spoilers begin in three, two, 
one. Siri and Geralt meet up in the woods. Geralt dies. <laughs> Geralt dies. What? <laughs> that's, that's five books from now. What the fuck are you talking about? God damn it, Joe. Yennefer has hunchback sex. <laughs> and she dies at the same time. She's got a handle. She's got a handle. That's got to be weird. <laughs> oh, man. So what Create you... some interesting leverage scenarios. <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, The Witcher? The sorry, uh, I would go first. Um, the uh, the narrative, uh, the the storytelling devices in which they use or don't use to sort of like say, "Hey, we're in this time period." Now we're in this time period is very unnecessarily jarring and sort of like needlessly confusing. <laughs> yeah. That, outside yeah. of outside of that, I loved it. I, I really, I'm a huge fan. I didn't know anything about it until I got Wild Hunt. Um, on my PS4, and then I fell in love with that game, and then, uh, you like, I didn't even know there there were books. I know, Joe, you're a big fan, but, like, I yeah. fell in love with the characters and the world through the game, and then this show, I'm, like, super hooked, and uh, Catherine, my wife, she watched me play the game and loves watching me play it, and she's super yeah, into the Maria's show, the same and, like, way. we both she, love She it. would not let me play the game without her. She yeah. she loved That's it so annoying. much. No, no, it was, she was, <laughs> you know, it was still played every night. <laughs> Joe, it's okay to let people close to you. <laughs> Get away from me. We just want to love you. Don't Joe. touch me when you say that. Some people want to spend time with you. Absolutely not. That's, I was the same way. Out of though. line. I, uh, I had not... I, my first experience with it was also The Witcher 3. I think a lot of people who watch the show, that's probably, that's probably going to be the case. It's probably going to be like, oh, there's yeah, two absolutely. Polish guys like, yeah, the books. <laughs> I mean, even even I played the first game before I knew there were books. Yeah, so at least people will have played one or more of the games, probably. And I, I thought that uh, the show, again, to reiterate, the timeline situation was stupid. I mean, it was unnecessarily it was stupid, yeah. complicated. But here's the thing: like, I figured if, it out as I was watching it, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. But here's 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 the only reason I can figure they they did it that way is because if they told the stories that they needed to tell in chronological order, you would not have seen The Witcher in the TV show called The Witcher until like episode two or three. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Well, they didn't need to tell it in chronological order. I think all they needed to do was put some sort of a timestamp like on Chirons. there. To, you know, something. Or, or, like a, or like a filter, like a lens filter. Right. Now well, we're so in the when, red when world, in the, past, the green it's world, like the blue. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. you know, just traditional storytelling mechanics that use in television shows would have been fine. Uh, but I thought every episode, as I was watching it, I felt like I was... I, I know it's based on the books, but I still felt like I was playing the game. Like, the tone yeah. the tone, and the music and the everything. The music is amazing. Yeah. I thought that it was yeah. the same composer I who did so the game. Too, yeah. It's not, but like they're just ripping off the game oh, it's, like perfectly, it's perfect, though. though. It, it really is. It, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It matches you know, and up that's, perfectly. And that's a great compliment, because uh, Wild Hunt was a very good i mean it, it's its own story and doesn't really take anything from the books but it is a very accurate depiction of the universe i have to i, I looked this up after one of the episodes because i was so taken by the music and this uh this composer i, I i'm not going to go down to like the filmography of what she's done before but she is a 30-year-old 
Russian-born American composer, pianist, and recording artist. And I just was like looking at her list of accomplishments and just imagining, uh, you know, her scoring something like this. And she's fucking six years younger than me and <laughs> is just so talented. And I felt so horrible about my life when <laughs> well, I read Well, she nailed Wikipedia. it. What's, what's her name? <laughs> Do you have it? Uh, yes, it's uh, Sonia. Um, I had it. It's like Son- Sonia Bella Lugosi or something. Sonia um, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> I'm gonna just you look know, it up for our benefit right yeah, now. Yeah, please look it up for our listeners, because yeah, let's take a look here. Sonia Belusova. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, fantastic. I mean, she nailed it. The music is perfect. I yes. Uh, I really felt like I again my only experience being with the games. Or with, with The Witcher 3 specifically. I, I really thought it was perfect. I just totally, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, Absolutely. I thought, I thought 100%. that uh, I, Henry Cavill fucking nailed it. It was perfect also. Yeah. Did a great, great job. Uh, I uh, loved Jennifer also. Um, I was not among the people who thought that maybe I wouldn't. Um, I was. Okay, Why? Just because Yen in the game uh, seemed a little bigger, and uh, I, I'm just like, the Yen in the show was very diminutive in stature, and Yen, I thought, was more imposing physically uh, in the game, and so I was looking at this sort of, you know, cotton ball mouth, hunchbacked, uh, you know, sort of more fragile sort of framed uh, woman, but I think she nailed the the spirit of the character. Totally, like, or at, le- at least oh she's, she's I mean, a very good actor. In episode you know? five, when when she's got the illusion going on, whatever with the orgy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she's and she's got the like uh, mask on and shit. I'm like, this yes. is perfect. This is fucking Yennefer, perfect, hundred yeah, percent. No, she For nailed sure, it. One hundred percent. She did. Yes. But but I was worried when I just saw her at first, and she was like, "I'm Yennefer," and I was like, "Wait, are you?" I was like, "How is this?" <laughs> you know. Maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't really know much of the backstory, but what did you think about that, Joe? Because uh, you did, right? Right. Uh, well, I mean, some of the things in her backstory were invented for the show, like the eels. Yeah. That, uh, that was not something mm-hmm. that appeared in the books, but absolutely 100% makes sense for that world. Yeah. Because uh, horrible things just happen to people all the time. Yes, <laughs> for no reason. Or for, you know something that they can't uh what am i trying to say it's not for like some greater purpose it's just like oh you find out you're a pawn yeah absolutely and and you're not and sometimes it's for a greater purpose you know you can't have a chess game Mm -hmm. without pawns right uh yeah no i i I thought i thought her backstory was excellent there was a lot of stuff that was never explored in the books just hinted at like the scenes where she had the hunch and was taken uh, taken to be trained as a sorceress. None of that was in the books. It was just mentioned in passing. Right, because I, my understanding is when you meet Yennefer, she's already pretty far along, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she, uh, she and Geralt meet in the books in at the point, uh, the, the episode with the genie, Yes. Which is when they meet in the show. Right. But that's that's pretty much the first point where she enters the story. Prior to that, uh, prior to that, it's just uh, as you saw in the show, uh, Jaskier and Geralt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And that was, uh, that was The Last Wish, which was really just a collection of short stories. So that sort of, you know, is the first season. Well, I thought they did a really good job with it. And I, th- I think that, more importantly, they set up season two to be really great. Because oh, yeah. this is where... Now they're going to get into, like, the real shit. The, right. The, the actual novels that Sapkowski wrote. Yeah. I was actually, the, the pace of everything was almost a little too quick for me. Like, when, when, I, when I was watching the, I guess it was the, yeah, the finale where Yen and all the other mages are, you know, fighting and battling, I was almost sort of like, uh, this seems like it didn't ramp up slowly enough to, to get to, like, a battle like this. The, the, the mage on the opposing side, um, like, she sort of came out Fr- of nowhere. Fringella, she, is that her name? Yeah, she, she was in that previous Fringella. episode where it was like, okay, we know she was a good student and everything else, but then she sort of disappeared for three or four episodes, and now she's, like, leading this army. I don't know, it, it almost moved a little too quick for me. Well, um, you know, that battle is another thing that was only mentioned in passing. That was never actually written out in the books, hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure. It was cool. It was well blocked. It was it was well staged. It was it was interesting. You know, I didn't lose interest. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, like we're we sort of escalated to this level, and now like there's nothing else until next season. Um, also, minor thing, but it, when does Geralt get a beard? Because my Geralt has a beard. Damn it. So I guess uh, that I, happens in Witcher Three. Yeah, I was going to say I, my my understanding again, just from what I've read, uh, not in the books, but. Is that Geralt actually hates having facial hair? Yeah, he's he's always clean shaven in the books. And you in the game, it's because you're just not shaving daily, right? You're just letting it go because it's your okay. it's your choice to shave. So in The Witcher Three, you can also Ooh. cut your hair short, which is something that Geralt never does either. Yeah, mm. I'm sure though. At some point, uh, they're gonna give they're gonna give Henry Cavill a little bit of stale, a stubble. They should. They should give a little yeah. bit of well, stubble. He, he has a little bit of stubble at various points in the first season already. Hey, they should give him a really, a really blurry, flesh-colored mustache. <laughs> oh, like oh, they should. Right, they should, right. they should yeah. like make his upper sure. lip like really confusingly blurry and that'll flesh-colored. That'll be the. Uh, that'll be the episode that's directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> Release. It's it's, cra- it's crazy to me though that <laughs> release the Snyder cut of The Witcher. <laughs> I think he's going to be more famous for this role than for Superman. I think I think it's going to get to that point. Wow, I do. That's a bold prediction. Maybe I think this is going to be like his career-defining role. Oh wow! As well, wow. for one thing, this role is going to this show. role is going to last longer. Exactly, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did two movies as Superman. Well, three movies as Superman, uh, and. Most of them, as and this is coming from a lifelong DC fan, most of it I want to forget. <laughs> he really wants to play Superman, though. Like he, from what I've read, oh yeah, he's really pissed that the the movies he's been in have sucked so bad. <laughs> he he really wants to be like he would have been so good if he had a writer and director who knew what the fuck to do with Superman. Yeah. 
Well, I guess all he could do is just, uh, you know, get in the gym every day for six hours a day and continue to play <laughs> enormous ripped superhero type people. <laughs> and I hope mean, he gets it's the working call, for him know? so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I was I wanted to mention I, I picked up uh, I read something something recently. I, I wish I could credit the website I saw it on, but uh, so many people have started getting back into playing The Witcher Three since the show came out. Yeah. Um, I was one of them. I, I absolutely picked it back up because the show made me w- miss that world. So I hopped back into it, and something really funny happened. The the game is full of uh, fun Easter eggs, and I was um, I was riding around one day, and I saw this enormous bear, and it was like a level forty seven bear, and I so I started fighting it, and I killed it, and then I went over to its big bear corpse, and it was wearing a bright red shirt. And I, I looted the bear's corpse, and there was a jar of honey. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. It's like I killed Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I didn't realize Winnie the Pooh was such a badass. Oh, it was a, it was hilarious. He and, would be uh, in the Witcher universe. Yeah. The Witcher yeah, universe, no. he would slather the honey on children and then eat them. <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of murdering and eating of children. I want to commend the casting of Joey Beatty as Jaskier. He, I like mm-hmm. him a lot, too. Mm-hmm. He fucking crushed. He played a very good Jaskier slash Dandelion. That could have been a really annoying, horrible character. Like it, it was really... in the Polish miniseries. <laughs> but it was really sort of like f- legitimately funny and not over overboard oh, and absolutely. not annoying. Yeah. And he, he, he nailed the energy of that character from the books. It was amazing to see. I don't fault him whatsoever. I I think he was great, but I, I do just from a storytelling perspective have questions about why he's there. But well, he's he's there because he wants to latch. He wants to ride Carol's coat coattails. But I mean, we're talking about like a like decades. I mean, it's like a really long time that yeah, he's because it works. Yeah, I mean, but uh, why does Geralt even allow him to be? There? I guess I guess Geralt, it's because because Geralt's lonely. I guess it's because he actually is helping Geralt get jobs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe maybe that's what it is. According to your Witcher, oh Valley of Plenty, oh Valley of Plenty, <laughs> and not just that, but he's also he is he's telling all these tales about the Witcher and. Also, Geralt he doesn't want to admit it, but Geralt is lonely as fuck. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. Most Witcher, it's true that most Witchers they could have don't done have a emotions, but it, it'll 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 come. They they, I, yeah. they didn't they haven't explained this yet, but it, it's true that most Witchers are not burdened with a lot of emotion. That's not the case with Geralt. In fact, it's Geralt is one of the rare occurrences where a witcher can actually get an erection and have sex with women. Well, now now you're spoiling the show, Joe. Well, you've seen him do it, so <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not a spoiler. If if the show is just sort of like, you know, showing us things instead of telling us outright, and if the show is sort of trusting the audience to put these timelines together which we're more than capable of doing i don't think that's without, be the without case spoon feeding two, us though. well what i'm what i'm getting at though is that is it is it possible that this show 
just respects its audience and and believes that its audience is an intelligent group. Well, I do. I think. I think <laughs> that's so. A rare I thing. do think that's the case. Yeah, I, that's a very rare thing. I think that's, a, in that's the case. I also think that's the case with Game of Thrones. I think they did that. You jump right into it with Game of Thrones too. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to compare the two shows because they're not similar at all. I mean, they're both fantasy shows, but one, yeah, is, one is high like, fantasy, one is low You sound right fantasy, now like every critic article that I, was written well, about the show. Just because I, just <laughs> because I brought Game of Thrones in at all, but what I'm saying is that Game of Thrones also trusted its audience, and it, it set up a lot of things without any exposition at all. It was just, just bam. That's true. You're in the mix. And I think that uh, they were going the same route with this show, and I think it was a great idea because you can't. You can't do a show in in this established universe like The Witcher, with with by ten it. episodes of of setup. I mean, like you yeah, just can't. You, can't. you you just have to. People are gonna like this, or they're right. Not. You have to. And, the, yeah. the universe yeah. has to be built behind the scenes, and then you just have to kind of tell stories within it, and then eventually. I mean, the first season of Game of Thrones was a real drag up until Ned got killed. It's kind of like Star Wars, isn't it? I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power. Exactly, yes, that's exactly. true. They they don't give you any exposition. You're just no. in the universe. Yeah, yeah. no, I, and I love that. It's a used universe. Mm. <sighs> we got to move on. We sure do. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we've come to the game segment of this week's yes. episode. Oh, I've and, been itching to you play. You know, if game. I can. If I can pull back the curtain a bit, this is the first episode that we're recording in the year 2020. Oh, man. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Just to the three of us, because it's yeah. weeks in the future weeks to everyone weeks else. Weeks ago, yes. Possibly years. <laughs> Not to the French. We don't wish them a Happy New Year. Fuck the French. <laughs> Fuck the so, French. you know, it's a new year, but I want to I wanna get us back to our gaming roots nice specifically mm. this show's gaming roots so what i have is a list of top things that you're gonna try and guess <laughs> okay okay that's so you know, specific very, <laughs> yeah the, the very the very first type of game that we played so i'm 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 specifically going to you know my basics what i have before me is a list of the top comic book villains oh god yeah now this is uh, this is from uh, both dc and marvel to make it fair yeah <laughs> and i have the top 50 in front of me as voted oh, on, by ranker.com i will give you points for the top 10 only all right there's so many good villains Traditionally, we go with uh, Sean first. So, what is your first guess? You're going for comic book. We should probably villains. do the ad first, though. Oh, yeah, that should have come much earlier. <laughs> Sean, what is this game about comic book villains brought to us by? Hi there, it's me again, Christopher Walken. If you're anything like me. You're sick and tired of all these high-end box stores <laughs> and their out outrageous pricing. Fortunately, I've got some good news. Mr. Box, <laughs> it's a company that sells you cardboard and then you fold it into a box. 
cut out the middleman, make your own stupid boxes by <laughs> folding them. I'm sure there's instructions. You can <laughs> fold it however the fuck you want. <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> you could make tiny cat coffins or build a rocket ship or something. <laughs> Look, you could plane shove it all the way up your ass for all I care. <laughs> it's your business. <laughs> Glue it to your face if you wanna. Who cares? Attach it to your hands and be Edward Box Hands if you like. <laughs> I already forgot what it is I'm hawking. That's how little I care about what you do with it. <laughs> so let me take you on a fantasy trip to the future. Well, you already own this fucking thing. It's great. Mr. Box. Back to you, Joe. Thanks, Sean. You know, I'm very pleased to have Mr. Box as a sponsor, but as someone whose bills are mostly paid by the printing and packaging industry, please don't make your own boxes. Please buy them. I mean, Christopher them. Walken's advertising it. It must be a good product. I mean, I'm sure it's great, but I don't want people to use it because I they're 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 not paying my bills. They're, well, they're lucky, just paying lucky for the show. I think you'd actually get lucky. more business because you'd have dyes cut on demand. Well, that's what I do now. Well, lucky for you, yeah. it sounds like Christopher Walken doesn't even care if you use Mr. Box. <laughs> that's true. Eh, I got a paycheck. Hey, uh, Sean. He said it's your business. Sean, is there any chance that you sought out and booked this sponsor because of your recent move? <laughs> it could be. could be, Joe. could be. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, the top comic book villains, the best comic book villains as voted on by people on the internet on ranker.com i've got number one i'm I sure think you we do. both have number one i'm sure of it all right uh sean what is number one number one joe is the joker yeah for sure that is unsurprisingly number one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes of course the joker is number one he is the yeah. greatest comic book villain of all time. Yeah. And has a very commercially successful movie right now. And I want to say it's kind of miraculous that the Joker is the greatest, you know, universally acclaimed as the greatest supervillain. And he really does not have any superpowers. He has no superpowers oh, not, whatsoever. Neither does Batman. Exactly. Well, yeah, he's super intellect. He doesn't have super. Bank he doesn't account. have super anything. It's super bank account. That's for sure. Yeah, he has a super bank account. Uh, and he's a, he's a really great speaking, detective. Technically speaking, Batman does not have a super intellect. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That would be you know Brainiac. Yeah. You might be on the list. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right, Mike. What is your first guess? I'm gonna go with Lex Luthor. Ooh, that's Lex a great one. Luther. That's got to be two. I like that we're staying in the DC universe. Uh, well, this is I, yeah, fantastic. DC on average is more popular. Ooh, I don't think that's two. I think that's got to be like four or five. Number three. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Lex Luthor is number three <sighs> in the list of best comic book villains. Sean, we're back to you. I'm gonna hope for recency bias and say Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. 
the poor man's dark side. <laughs> Your gambit paid off. Thanos is in at number five of all places. Five, man. That's pretty good, okay. actually. That's pretty good. No, that's a that's a great place. Right. I don't think he deserves it. I think that is it's probably because of the movies. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely yeah. because of the movies. So wait, so who have we got so far? We got Joker at one, Lex Luthor at three, and Thanos is five. Yes, you've only guessed odd numbers in the top ten. <laughs> All Mike, right. we're back to you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a Spider-Man villain. Let's go with All mm, right. let's go with Doc Ock. Dr. Octopus. Dr. That's a great Octopus. choice. That's a great choice. Uh, oh my god. Um, Dr. Octopus comes in at number 21. Wow. 21. Wow. Holy shit. 21. Wow, that's so terrible. Okay. <laughs> god damn it. All right. All right. All right. We are at the top of round three. We're going to play arbitrarily seven rounds. Sean. I might have the number two spot here. Go for it. I, I'm going to say Magneto. Yeah. Show me Magneto. Yes. That is number two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot about the X-Men. Nailed it. Don't sleep on the X-Men. I mean, you know, even, even a DC fanboy like me has to acknowledge that Magneto is fucking badass. Oh, yeah. That yeah, guy's he's fucking pretty, awesome. He's pretty dope. Yeah, that's an awesome villain. All right, Mike. Okay, well, X-Men got me thinking about Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Yeah, let's say he's four. Let's say he's four. Not an X-Men villain specifically, but just... Uh, right. He's not. He's, he's fantastic mostly fantastic a fantastic four, four mostly, villain, yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Sean, you're crushing it. He is number four. <laughs> Point for Mike, right. but Sean is very good at guessing what number everything is. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to do it one more time, Joe. All right. Well, we are at the uh, we're at the top of uh, round four, so what is your guess, Sean? I'm going to go Spider-Man villain. All right. And I'm going to say this is probably the number seven uh, worst villain. I'm, I'm going to say this is Venom. God damn it. Is Venom, a, I mean, he is a villain, I guess, in Spider-Man, but... Uh, I, I mean, I'm hoping that he's a villain according to this He's also list. He's also a hero in his own right. Show me Venom! Eh. Mm, Venom damn. is number 12. Ugh. So you All were right. very close. But mm. no cigar, sir. No. Mike, your round four guess. I'm going to try to ride the MCU train and say Loki. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. No, you're probably got it. You're probably got it. It's not a mistake. <laughs> He's number uh, nine. Oh, barely. Nine. I it. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Which he does not deserve. I, I agree completely. <laughs> I should say. Nobody in the world gave a fuck about Loki before the Avengers. Tom Hiddleston movie. fucking killed the it. The Avengers though. movie. He killed it. Tom Hiddleston was amazing in that role. Yes. But nobody gave a fuck about that character before yeah, that's an, Tom yes, Hiddleston put on MCU, that stupid outfit. MCU bump, you're correct. for sure. 
Oh, I mean, most most of the characters on here are getting MCU bumps if they're Marvel. Well, we've got four spots left in the top ten, according to my count, Joe. Um, and, yes. And and in my head, there are four Batman villains who could easily round out this top ten. Yeah. And I'm not even including Max Shrek. Wow. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's so for the I'm, best. I'm just going to yeah. pull the curtain back and say, don't He's not guess in the top Max <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> but so I'm going to say, I'm going to go Bane. Bane. Mm. I love Bane. Bane in the comic books is so much better than he's ever been depicted in a movie. He broke Batman's back. He broke I his back. I have that comic book. That comic book was like changed my childhood. Oh, when I, I that came out when Killed I was in middle school, and yeah. everybody flipped the fuck out. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It's like, oh shit, this guy fucked up Batman. Yeah, combined with the movie, he's got to be in the top ten. Come on, he's got to be in there. I disagree. Eh. Uh, fucking Bane, MCU bias. Bane was number eleven. Oh, so oh. close! I got eleven. And I gotta 12. say though, of Shit. all the of all the Batman villains who could be in the top ten, I just I don't see Bane. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I've got three. How more. many Batman comics have you read, Michael? Not very many. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've but got three because, more that all deserve Because a place of that there. comment, I am going to pick a Batman villain for my next choice. Please let me know what your number what your round six guess is. The penguin. Yeah, he's one of them. Penguin. Show me penguin. And ah. Whoa! Oh my god. Penguin does not come in until number thirty one. That's so sad. Oh my god. Oh, I gotta rethink things now. Holy shit. All right, wow. final round. The score stands at Sean wow. three, Mike three. Really? Well, wow. I thought Sean was winning. I don't know what I. Well, he was. No, until... it's because I was right, guessing right. the spots. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was crushing oh. the spots for a while. Fuck. Oh, I've totally, I've Fuck. totally got one. I've totally got one for sure. Sean, your final guess. Unless this ends in a tie, and then we'll go to sudden death. I mean, I've got two more Batman villains I could choose, but uh, final guess. Mike just. Mike just sounded really confident uh, in thinking of another one. Uh, all right, let's let's go Riddler. Riddler. Yeah, that's a good choice. Show me Riddler. And, ah, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! The damn Riddler it. doesn't come in until number nineteen. <sighs> well, he beat the Penguin. He did beat the Penguin, but that's fair. He, the Riddler but, is cool. But Mike sounded really confident. I think Mike's got one. That I think I just so, didn't yeah. Think I of. think so. Is it, is it Poison Ivy? No, uh, I'm not going to go with DC. Uh, oh. Uh, they're, they're, they're actually... Uh, I'll say it after. Mike, what yeah. is your guess for your final round? I'm going to say Galactus. No, Galactus. get out of here. No one knows who that is. Come, Come on, on, Galactus is is one of the biggest uh, Marvel villains. Well, physically, he is literally he's, he's one of literally the biggest, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> Marvel villain. But fuck you. There's no way he's in the top ten. Show me Galactus. Shit. <laughs> Galactus Cat, comes in Cat at Woman? number twenty. Joe, Sean, did Catwoman shut make the fuck it? up. We're in sudden death now. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, we got. So we are gonna go back and forth. Until you name me one of the remaining names in the top ten. All right. God damn it. 
Sean. Catwoman. 25. Wow. Mike. Kingpin. Fuck. Oh, no. 23. Oh. Sean. Uh, Abomination. Who the fuck? Not in the the top 50. Abomination. Never heard of that guy. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Ultron. Ultron. Fucking Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) Twenty-seven. Sean. Who are we missing? Wow. There's so many. There's there's four more we haven't gotten in the top. That's crazy. Um And um, some of them have been mentioned in previous episodes of this podcast. Two face. Two face. Uh, yes. really two two faces higher than the Riddler? Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I don't think he should be, personally. All right. I, I like I like puns. <laughs> two face is number ten. Oh, barely squeaked in there. Who is six, seven, eight? Six with Deathstroke. Ugh, all right. Yeah. Who is most commonly a villain against the Titans? Seven was a Spider Man villain. That none of you mentioned, Green Goblin. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. That yeah. Okay. Number eight appears in the title of an ALN episode title. Oh, Dark Side. Dark Side. Uh, yeah. You even said him in this segment. <laughs> yeah, you did actually. That's true. Did I? Oh yeah. Yeah, you said Thanos was the a dark poor side man's clone. dark side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that should have made one of you say Darkseid. I never would have guessed he was that popular. I wouldn't either. Him and Deathstroke. Well, Green Goblin for sure. Listen, the DC fans come out in force. Yeah, Green Goblin, I I definitely should have focused more on the Spider-Man villains. Although I, Kingpin's With, a pretty big Spider-Man villain. but Batman has the best villains. I can't oh, believe absolutely. so many of his villains yeah, were yeah. in the 20s. That's nuts. Well, I mean, it's DC and Marvel, and a lot of people voting are just fans of the MCU. I, like, I don't give a shit about Doctor Doom. He's pretty. Neither do he's I. He's pretty dope. Doctor Van Doom isn't that his name? Victor. Victor, Victor Von Victor Doom. Von Doom. So let me give you some more. So, all right, you got Joker, Magneto, Lex Luthor, Doctor Doom, Thanos. You missed Deathstroke, Green Goblin, Darkseid, but you got Loki and Two-Face. You got Bane, Venom. 13 was Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 14 was Scarecrow. Yep. I thought about Scarecrow, but he wasn't 15, in the top 10. 15 was an X-Men villain, Apocalypse. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. 16, back to Spider-Man, Carnage. One, one I of thought my about favorites. Carnage. 17... I think this is too high for this villain, but Doomsday. Mm. I mean, I know he killed Superman, but his story is really fucking weak. He was going to be in Kevin Smith's version of Superman. People Kevin Smith's age really got into the death and rebirth of Superman. All right, and with a score of one, Mike is this week's loser. Of course I am. Yes! I fucking suck. (laughs) <laughs> you suck, Mike. I mean, I've always thought so, but I still love you. I hope you turn into an intelligent raccoon and kill yourself. Oh my god, that's way too far. <laughs> All right, I just hope you turn into an intelligent raccoon. The rest will take care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Better, but barely. <laughs> that's our episode. I have been and will continue to be Joe Moracle. I totally hiccuped during that. 
<laughs> I'll probably stay. Sean Keller. I'm Mike. I'm not going to do the hiccup. Just, just I'm Mike. Uh, he's all bitter because he lost. Have a great week. <laughs> Fuck you guys. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often fair, renaissance.